Welcome to a dopamine kit. Yes, another ADHD podcast. We're your hosts, Sparky and Shell. Join us each week and we can hyper-focus together on all things ADHD. This is our journey to diagnosis, the challenges, frustrations and humour that come when living with ADHD as adults. Let the interrupting begin! <laughs> Hello everyone, it is here, finally, episode 100. Way! Woohoo! I can't believe we've made it to 100 episodes. Episode 100! Triple figures! <sighs> Can you believe we're here? Can you believe No, <laughs> that we've done 99 other episodes. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. I would have never have thought that the two of us could be consistent enough to show up and, and do this week after week for 100 episodes. Like, I know, I'm just putting I know. it out there. <laughs> Even at the beginning when we started this podcast and we didn't know anything about ADHD, we didn't even realise we had ADHD, we found it really difficult to stay consistent. And now we know all about ADHD, we now realise why it's been such a struggle to stay so consistent. So the fact that we have been so consistent and we've done 100 episodes, that's a big achievement for us to reach this milestone. And I think that's something that we should celebrate. Yes. So in light of making the episode a little bit more special... You're going to hate me. (laughs) Okay. Is this why I've not been allowed on the Instagram? Kind of, yeah. Well, not kind of, yeah. This is why you haven't been allowed on Instagram. Okay. Go on to our Google Drive. I'm really freaking (laughs) out now. (laughs) What have you done? Go on to our Google Drive. (laughs) Okay. Wish you could have just given me just a smidge of planning in this because I've shut everything down on a computer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yep. I'm on the Can drive. you see surprise for 100? No. Oh, yes. No, I can. I can. I can. Okay. This is a surprise for the 100. You don't know anything okay. about this. The people that have been on Instagram, the people that have listened to the podcast, secretly, I've added bits in without you even realising it. <laughs> Here we go. Have a listen. Okay. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for this podcast. I was diagnosed a few months ago and I find myself feeling more and more like an alien. Although the diagnosis has brought me a lot of comfort and I'm like building my self-esteem. It also makes me feel further and further from uh, most people that I love. Hearing you guys makes me feel less alone and it helps me make sense of all the crazy things I find myself doing and saying and thinking. So, crazy together. Love it. Thank you. Happy 100th episode. Your podcast is amazing. I was diagnosed early this year and, oh my God, it's been it's been much more of a struggle than I thought it would be. I thought it would be the answer to all my prayers and it's been difficult, but your podcast is just such a lifeline and it is a breath of fresh air. It's so helpful. It creates such a feeling of inclusivity and I just, I can't speak highly enough of it. I've been recommending it to all my pupils, (laughs) my old ones, and my colleagues and my friends who I think would benefit from it, not just from an ADHD point of view, but just from a general life, understanding, strategies, everything kind of point of view. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, thank you so much for creating the podcast. Yeah, keep doing it, please, because it's amazing. Hi, Sparky and Shell. I just wanted to say a big thank you for keeping me entertained while trying to get things done around the house. <laughs> you have been 
a delight to listen to and will continue to be a delight to listen to. So I just wanted to say happy 100th episode from me and I look forward to future episodes. Bye. Hi Sparky and Shell. It's Alex the Psychoeducation Monkey from the ADHD Adults. Massive congratulations on your century. Superb. Sparky, Shell, congratulations on a dopamine kick reaching 100 episodes. Doesn't look a day older than 20. That's 100 dopamine kicks you've given us all. Thank you. Hey Sparky and Shell, it's Mrs ADHD. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Believe me, I know what an achievement that is to keep that shit up. (laughs) I relate to both of you so much in so many different ways and I think so many people do, which is why they love you. Hello, a massive congratulations, 100 episodes of Sparky and Shell. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure to be involved in the Everyday ADHD. Oh, by the way, should have started. It's Andrew here, aka Mr. Vegan Cakes. So, do I start again? Anyway, I'll just carry on prattling on. So, it's been great to see your journey from a couple of friends doing a a podcast through to a couple of friends doing a podcast about ADHD once they've realised it. And here's to the next 100 episodes. Hello, congratulations on your 100th episode. I started listening in the middle of August and I've I've just caught up because I've just been obsessed. You guys are amazing. You've been amazing right from the start. It's just the best podcast I've ever heard. It's just so well put together and thought out and I've listened to you guys so much now. I kind of feel like you're my friends who keep me company while I'm at work, which is a bit sad, isn't it? But um, no, I really, really appreciate you guys and what you do. And yeah, thank you for showing up every week, even though it can't have been easy. So yeah, onwards to the next 100. Happy 100th episode. You guys, you really brighten my day and I love listening to you. Hello guys, at a dopamine kick. I just wanted to say happy 100th episode birthday. I remember so fondly coming on your podcast. I absolutely loved it and all our chats about open water swimming. Shell, did you do any? Did you do any? Come on, that's up. Anyway, happy, happy 100th guys and keep doing what you're doing. You're both amazing and hilarious and wonderful humans. Woohoo, lots of love, Kirsty. Happy 100th episode to a dopamine geek. It's been a pleasure listening to you. I love your content. G'day, it's Luke from Australia. Um, hi, Sparky and Shell, and congrats on 100 episodes. This is actually the second time I record this voice note because the first time I wish Shell a happy birthday. Anyway, happy birthday, Shell, for whatever that is. Um, congrats to both of you. You're both so goddamn relatable. You've just really hit that perfect spot where you talk about the vulnerable, hard things of ADHD, but then you also laugh at yourselves and, you know, because some of the stuff we do is pretty hilarious. And also, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Just keep being yourselves. That's why we're connecting with you. I look forward to listening to you every week, so please just keep going. Bye. Just wanted to come on here and say to you, happy 100th episode. Your podcast has been a lifeline to me since I got diagnosed with ADHD. You're so goddamn relatable. Thank you. Sparky and Shell, hello from the Pacific Northwest. A huge congratulations on creating a hundred amazing episodes. Y'all make me feel not so alone in this really frustrating brain of mine. I truly love all the belly laughs I get and feeling like I have two incredible friends. Thank you for creating this podcast. It's a true blessing. Keep on interrupting. Love y'all. 
happy 100th episode thank you so much guys for the wonderful podcast and for providing such support throughout my diagnosis for adhd this year i'm 26 years old and just got diagnosed and honestly (laughs) i've been a mess throughout the last year so i'm just really grateful that i could listen to your podcast and also just get the support and also hear just all about your experiences and feel quite validated too because it definitely wasn't an easy time so i'm just really grateful thank you so much for also making me laugh so much because yeah your episodes always make me laugh and yeah i'm just grateful to be able to have this support system even though i've never met you guys and um yeah i feel i feel like we have a little community going on here which is really lovely but have a wonderful week Thank you so much for the podcast and um, sending lots of love to you guys from Australia. That's so amazing. Oh, I feel a bit emotional now. Oh, You know what? I can't actually believe that people did it. So hats off to anyone who sent in a voice note. I also can't believe how many people replied to an Instagram story. Thank you so like... much to everyone that sent that in. And, and Sparky, thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> I definitely I can't believe I've done something nice for you you know it's amazing (laughs) I had no idea I mean I knew you were doing something because you creepily told me I wasn't allowed to go on the Instagram anymore and then shut down any further questioning so I knew something (laughs) was going on but I did not expect that that's so amazing oh I just thought you know 100 episodes it's time for a little bit of a celebration and a little bit of like what we're going to talk about today which is celebrating the wins and the wins are we've had 100 episodes and that's not been easy and it it hasn't always been easy to get on the mic either and I know you've had a particularly difficult year and I just wanted to put across that people are listening to us they do appreciate us I didn't actually think that so many people would send voice notes and I do have to admit I did panic slightly when you said you were going to go onto the Instagram account and I deleted some of them. So if your message hasn't been played in this episode, I'm so sorry. It was a massive ADHD mistake. I panicked that Shao was going to go onto the Instagram and see all of the messages. So I just deleted everything. And then afterwards, I realized that I hadn't saved everyone's. Um, And I can't, I don't know who you are because I deleted all the messages. (laughs) So... That was the majority of the messages, so I do apologise. But thank you so much to everyone that sent in a voice note and letting us know what you think and telling us how our podcast really helps you because it just it makes me feel like we are making a difference and people people do appreciate the podcast and I think that was the whole kind of intention. Um, oh, that's but, yeah. so nice. You're such a dick. You shouldn't have just told me about the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I have not looked at our Instagram for probably six months. And then out of the blue, Sparky was like, oh, uh, by the way, what I remember, just um, just don't go on Instagram, yeah? I was like, what? <laughs> don't go on Instagram for the podcast, just don't look at it. I probably Why? shouldn't have said anything. Why? I Why can't I look at it? Oh, it doesn't matter, I've sorted it now, but just don't look at it. What the hell? <laughs> I thought to myself, do you know what? Shell is... You're going to start freaking out. I shouldn't have said anything. But again, it was impulsivity. Like, I wasn't going to say anything <laughs> at all. But it, it's like, bleh, word word salad. Word, it just, I, when you started asking me, I thought, I don't know why I thought she'd accept this quietly. Like, why did I, <laughs> why did I even say anything? 
<laughs> so then I was like, I'm going on it right now. I'm going on it. And he, you were like frantically trying to change the password. So sorry, I nearly ruined everything. <laughs> I did. I did try and explain to Shell, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. She's like, what am I ruining? <laughs> <laughs> No, I did. I did give up at the end, but initially you had me very panicked that, like, I don't know, we were being sued or something. <laughs> I suppose if you were to say to me, "Don't go on the Instagram," I wouldn't listen to a word you were saying. I'd be That's like, the I'm going, first thing you going do. on there. I'm going on the Instagram. So yeah, basically that's what I've been doing. And I did put a little insert, I think into last week's episode as well, if just to give people that were listening a chance. And we did get lots of responses from that as well. So thanks so much for anyone that sent a response. Like obviously we didn't tell anyone what to say. They just, that's what they said. So yeah, thank you so much. Um, oh, I really yeah. appreciate really, it. Like, thank you so much everyone that, that sent in something. That's that's so nice. That's, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that, and when times are <laughs> tough, I'm gonna listen back to it. Yeah, when you've had enough of me, and yeah. you don't want to podcast anymore. I'll just I'll just keep refreshing those messages and saying, listen. <laughs> anyway, we should probably get into today's topic, which is unlocking your potential and how to build trust in yourself. So we said last week we wanted to talk more about I can, the positive you know side. I'm just going to interrupt you because all of this makes so much sense now. Because we, I turned up today and Sparky was like, oh, I've just done a little bit of prep for this episode. And he's done like three solid pages of notes, like so much so that we have to split it over multiple episodes. And I was like, okay, well, you know, appreciate the, the effort, but this is unusual. And now I know this is nervous energy. You were yeah. freaking out. I've been, I've been freaking out all week that I even messaged Jamie and ask Jamie if I've done the right thing because I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, she's got, she hates surprises. She's gonna she's gonna think I've gone behind her back. She's gonna think I've been <laughs> asking like all these people to send all these messages in, and like literally they all came from a post on social media just saying it's a hundred episodes. If you want to send a voice note, and and that's what people did. And I thought, oh no, oh no, like what have I done? What have I done? And Jamie was like, "No, Shell's gonna love it." And I'm like, "Is she though? Like, is is it, is is it gonna be one of those things where?" I play these things to you and then you're like, what have you done? Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. You make me out to be a monster. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't mean it in a, like. But now I understand. A monstrous yeah, so way. Now, now this, this is, so this is how you've challenged yourself is, is this, <laughs> all this prep. <laughs> yeah, literally got to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, this is the most planned episode we've ever done. <laughs> Apart from the fact that. scripted it. Most of it's highlighted and there's loads of notes at the bottom that haven't been put into anything yet but I know, yeah. there's more like it ends with just a series of bullet points because it <laughs> ran out of space to put all the stuff in <laughs> oh my god <laughs> amazing i can't remember what i was saying now no but i am thinking can you on reflection about um all these messages that perhaps we should start using our social media because clearly people are on it exactly exactly <laughs> and i've been te- i've been saying to you for two years no it's <laughs> our social media anyway it doesn't matter and i feel like a little bit of this has been you proving to me that social media works <laughs> yes look at our social media no do you know what it is it's because we have a lot of listeners and since we've turned into an adhd podcast obviously our listeners have gone 
through the roof almost. Yeah. And sometimes, like, even though we see the numbers and we know that people are listening, it's just nice to hear from people and just yeah, definitely. get a, get a no, sense of who are listening. Yeah. You listening to it on repeat for the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be able to play that much. I think I'd get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's get to our topic this week. We need to get into a topic. We need to talk about something other than us. And that's right. why you didn't send me the episode. You sly dog. All these things are starting to make sense now. We'd agreed. Last week's episode. I was going to do the show notes, remember? And you you were going to get me the episode so I could listen to it and then do the show notes. And then you just all of a sudden released it. And I was like, oh, okay. Obviously doesn't want me to do them this week. Obviously, doesn't want me to do anything. Sorry, this is, we will get to the episode eventually. This is just like blowing my mind. <laughs> All these revelations, it's too much. Do you know what, though? It was just too easy. I mean, I could, in theory, say anything about you on the podcast, say anything about you on the social media site, and you wouldn't know because... I mean, this has been going on for two weeks, <laughs> and you haven't even two weeks. Yeah, and you you don't even know. Oh, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have known a, a thing if you hadn't have said to me, "Don't go on the Instagram." <laughs> yeah, you would. You wouldn't have known anything, would you? you just... I'm just in my own little world of shell. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, proving my point. People are listening on Instagram. People are following us on okay. Instagram. Okay, I will take note of that. <laughs> and if you don't follow us. It's at a dopamine kick, all one word. And I will potentially, I know I will, I will start making, I keep saying that I'm going to start using the social media again and I keep not doing it, but maybe this is the push I need. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most unconvincing. Anyway, we have been babbling for so long. We haven't even started we the have, episode we have, yet. We have. Okay. Okay, this week we're talking about how to build trust in yourself because yes. we think it's something that will really help. I think it's the most important thing in moving forward with your ADHD um, and everything that you do, you have to have the trust in yourself that the things that you're implementing are going to work and that you've put systems in place that you can follow. So yeah, I think it's the most important thing. Yeah. And the reason that we want to talk more about ADHD and positivity in a way is because obviously with ADHD, you get you get presented with unique challenges. You have difficulties focusing and time management to behaviours such as impulsivity. And there are some people out there that medication doesn't work for, i.e. shall you've tried different types of medication. And some people don't want to take medication. And some people do need additional support whilst they're on medication. So all these things are just here as a baseline, really. That I, I do think that we should be doing on a daily basis because it helps with mental health in general. So whether you're on medication or not, these strategies will still be really helpful. And I think that remembering that overcoming uh, the challenges with ADHD, it may take time. So it's not just going to be like, oh, just do this, it's going to change. It's a process and it takes a little bit of time. So like Shell said, uh, it, trusting in yourself is the most important. I would say, first and foremost, is it's really difficult to, to say this, but don't be so hard on yourself. I know that I am so hard on myself. If I have a bad day, um, I can just go into a negative spiral and negative self-talk and be like, oh, what's the point? This is all worthless. But that's the biggest thing, really, it's to acknowledge that you have made an effort in whatever you're doing and to be able to move forward without thinking 
that you are a failure? This, so this is something that I thought I was getting a lot better at. Um, and I've said on the podcast that I'm getting a lot better at it. But then I was sort of confronted with a few weeks ago the fact that it's definitely still something that creeps in and then I have to work on. So we went to London as a family um, and I just booked us. I mean, this podcast has been an example of the fact I am very much in my own little world. (laughs) I'm not not much gets it in my own little bubble. So we booked this trip to London because I had training on the Monday. So we thought we'd spend a nice weekend together as a family. And we got into London and um, we were on the tube and it was really quite busy. And Jamie was saying to me like, oh God, there must be something happening today. It's like ridiculously busy. And I used to live in London and yeah, it felt busy, but I, it didn't feel unreasonably so. I was like, oh, I think it's just, you know, the weekend and you know, it's on the run up to Christmas, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then the yeah. longer we were on the tube, the busier it got. Like it just got ridiculous, like people like queuing and being squashed in and um and then we started getting announcements over the tannoys about how um, dangerously overcrowded it was and jamie was like oh it's the protests there's protests this weekend and i was like oh what do you mean there's protests there's massive massive protests planned um about um the um israeli-palestine war and not only did i not know that it was on at all but i'd actually booked us to stay at a hotel in Marble Arch. The protesters were meeting outside Marble Arch and they were I think they were meeting at like, I don't know, let's just say 12 or whatever. And that's the exact time that we were traveling through because I'd booked this like day out for us and my daughter. I just felt really like panicky, like the, the, the town people were saying like, we're not gonna stop at this station because it's dangerously overcrowded. Please don't get off, it's not safe. Like we're gonna go to the next one instead. And I was there, my daughter's there, she's only three, and I just felt so, I can't even explain it, so awful that I had done this, that I booked this trip, that I'd orchestrated that all of us would be there at this exact time, this most dangerous time that you could have a toddler on the tube. And I just felt so utterly, I mean, I burst into tears. I was just sitting there on the tube, just sobbing. Jamie was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because we weren't in any immediate danger. Like we were fine, but I I just would have never, if I'd have known, I would have never have booked to go to London even that weekend. I definitely wouldn't have stayed in the place that we were at and I wouldn't have had us traveling on the tube. And I just sat there and I just thought like, this is all my fault. I'm actually getting emotional to talk about it now. I just, this is all my fault. Like if I, if I wasn't like this, if I was the kind of person who planned better, I would have known somebody else would have known they would have checked and they wouldn't have made this mistake. And I just felt so utterly like worthless and yeah, horrendous, just wanted to disappear into a cloud of smoke and never come back. And then I've sort of realized since, since then on karma reflection that it was just a silly mistake. Like, Jamie didn't know either. Like, he he knew that the protest... I was just about to say, Jamie didn't know. Yeah, he knew which weekend we were going. I mean, we booked the weekend long before the protests, so that was just bad timing. He knew where we were staying, and he didn't know until, like, it was all happening and we were, like, frantically Googling that we were in that place either. And, yeah, so it was just a silly mistake. You know, anybody could have made it, but I immediately made it all about me and the fact that I'm incompetent and that... I'm useless and if I was a better person I wouldn't have done it but I guess the difference is 
a year ago, that would have been it. I would have done, that would have been the end of the story is I would have, you know, gone on the next day and, you know, carried on feeling like a worthless excuse for human being. But now I'm able to look at it sort of calmer later on. It didn't help me in the moment, but later on, I'm able to sort of talk to myself and say, actually, I think you're, you're not being kind to yourself. And like, you know, if this had been the other way around, if Jamie mm. had a book this, yeah, I might have been a bit frustrated, but I would have been, I would have accepted the fact that it was a mistake and I would have never have said to him the things that I said to myself in my head. Um, and I'd have never have, you know, like it kept on like the whole weekend just, for me, that it sort of ruined the weekend a little bit because the whole time, like all I could think of was you know, bad thoughts about myself. Um, but I would have never have done that to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent, but I just wanted to, I guess... I guess just be really open about something that happened to me. Like we talk a lot on the podcast about things that we've um, made progress on and mm. things that we're doing well on. And I don't want it to come across like we have our shit together, like we're people who know what we're doing and, you know, in every moment. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about something that I thought I had conquered and mastered and yeah. I'm better than I was but clearly there is still work to do well that's the thing life just throws these curveballs at you sometimes and there's nothing you can do about it and like you were saying you sat there and thought oh it's all my fault why am I so incompetent but the thing is we all do things how was you meant to know like you're not an all-knowing person you're not a robot you're a human being with emotions and what you were saying there about how you don't want it to come across like we've got our shit together. I really hate it when you listen to people and they they say things like, oh, you should just do this, 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 this. And and then it seems like they've, they're just this strong-willed person that can get up every morning at five o'clock and, and there's nothing ever going wrong in their life. And you're like, why can't I be like that? And I just think that that type of rhetoric builds less trust in people because it makes you distrust yourself a lot more because you think, well, I should be like that person. Why can't I get up at five o'clock in the morning? Why can't I go for a run every single day? Why can't I stop binge eating? Why can't yeah, I, why can't I be like plan that? things, organize yeah. things? Why can't I stay focused? All of those different things. And I think that kind of talk does breed a lot more negativity because even though it, at the time, I know that the people that are talking about that think they're being motivational, but actually... It's just for people that have already... Well, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm just it's basically... People, people who are already sort of at the end point of their journey. Yes. You and I are still very much baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, this, this is another reason why I think it's important to talk about trusting in yourself because trust in yourself doesn't... You don't just... I personally don't believe anyway. You wake up one day and you just trust in yourself. You know, if you're... if you no. try to change everything all at once you know you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself right I'm going to change my whole life tomorrow it's that's not the best way to look at it because you need to do it in smaller steps because if you start big then you're only setting yourself up for failure and I'm trying not to talk about talk about dogs but I'm going to because I can't help myself <laughs> Well, it would not be episode 100 without one of Sparky's dog analogies, would it? When you want a dog to succeed, you put them in situations where you know that they're not going to fail. So if your dog is aggressive... Yeah. you try and set them up for success and then reward them in a positive when you get that success. Yeah, 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 there we go. See what I'm saying? It's the same. 
dogs and human behavior so alike. That's why I like to relate <laughs> the two. But that's exactly what I'm trying to say. And that is, is what you do with children as well. Like that's that's supposed to be sort of the best way to get better, sort of better behavior out of children is to set them up for success and then re- reward when they're doing well. Yeah. But for some reason in adults, that's just lost, isn't it? As an mm-hmm. adult, you're supposed to be able to do it. And if you can't do it, you berate yourself or someone else berates you until <laughs> yeah. you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You wouldn't you wouldn't put your dog in a situation where you knew that it was gonna it was nervous or it was aggressive and it was gonna snap at loads of other dogs and just let the dog off the lead and just let it nervously shake and snap at other dogs. You would positively reinforce the dog to accept maybe one dog at first, maybe on a lead. It would be small steps that mm. would lead to a big outcome. It's and I those think what you have to remember as take. well with ADHD, especially if you've been late diagnosed, is you've spent a lifetime berating yourself and having other people berate you for being different, for not being able to view things in the same way, for behaving unexpectedly. You've spent your entire life feeling slightly on the outside and not understanding what made you different to everybody else that's going to take a lot of time to unpick you know that's not just you know listening to one podcast and then implementing a life change that is you know however old you were when you discovered ADHD for me it was 37 was it 37 I forget I'm so old now in the (laughs) 30s late 30s um so that's like you know 37 years worth of negativity and trauma to go against well I I just think it's important to understand that you know even though you've got ADHD and you'll never change that you know you'll never be able to change the fact that you've got ADHD but what you can do is you can learn to understand ADHD manage ADHD and thrive by developing effective strategies and seeking the support that you need and I think that comes through knowing that change is possible that you are capable of change you're you're not limited there are things that you struggle with there are things that I struggle with that you struggle with and I know that everyone that's listening to this podcast is capable of changing is capable of managing ADHD and reframing the way that they see ADHD and I think that comes really with accepting the fact that you've got ADHD as well um trusting the fact that you know yourself and let go of all those negative stereotypes of ADHD, which we'll all continue to talk about and we'll have on a daily basis. We'll always talk about ADHD. We laugh at our ADHD things now. And there are times, like you said, like when you were crying on the tube, where it does really get to you. But I think, like you said, before you just would have shut it down and you just would have said, no, no, I'm a failure. And you would have carried on that narrative. Whereas now, even though it's not perfect, you still do think about things in the background you know that that wasn't entirely your fault and that's the goal really yeah definitely I mean I'd love to think there'd be a a point in my life where I wouldn't have to reflect calmly where I could have just (laughs) been okay with things in the moment I don't know if that ever happens (laughs) I haven't haven't come across anyone with ADHD who's who's mastered to that level yet but yeah I live in hope (laughs) You are not defined by just having ADHD. You're still a person who has worries, hopes, dreams, fears, happiness, sadness, like everybody else. And yeah, you don't need to go through life and think, okay, because I've got ADHD, I'm 
incapable of doing these things because you are I, I do believe that everyone is capable of doing that it's just about getting over the fear of what we've been taught or what we've suffered with our whole entire life and that we can make a positive yeah, change absolutely so yeah I think trusting yourself is so important because ultimately you can't change the fact that you've got ADHD so the only thing that you can do is try and learn to understand it to manage it and put in place strategies um, and seek support to try and you know make life a little bit more easier yeah make life easier for yourself so yeah. we have rambled on quite a lot turns out <laughs> we had a lot to say in episode 100 so <laughs> I think what we will do is save the actual sort of meat of the topic for next week so we'll go through all the strategies properly next week we probably shouldn't have tried to talk about anything important this this episode should we we were both no, no. going to be all all over the place with our excitement at episode 100 i think we've given a few a few good points hopefully for people to take away from to get people thinking about that and yeah next week we'll like shell said we'll talk about the meat and the bones and as you know adhd doesn't always go to when you've got adhd things don't always go to plan so yeah definitely and also, we're running out of time as well because we're rambling and Shell's got to go and pick her daughter up from school. Yeah, yeah. I'm like anxiously watching the clock. <laughs> so let's just end this week with what did you ADHD? Okay, so I mean, I feel like part of it could be what did ADHD? I had absolutely zero idea that behind my back you were collecting voice notes and posting on Instagram oh, <laughs> and putting inserts into the podcast. <laughs> so that could be a whole thing in itself, just the fact that I'm utterly oblivious. Which um, you won't hear now, by the way, because I've removed them all. <laughs> which what, sorry? You won't hear them now, the inserts, because I've removed them all. Oh, you removed them as well? Jeez. Yeah. Because I thought, do you know what? There might be, there might actually be something inside her that puts an episode on one day to listen to, driving to work or something, and then she's going to hear. So I was very strategic about where I placed them and how long oh they'd be there God. for. <laughs> like the, the amount of effort that's gone into this, it's insane. <laughs> well, I'm very grateful and also going to be permanently suspicious of you from now on. <laughs> um, so the thing that I, th- I thought about about what did you ADHD is um, today I bring to the table just insane uncontrolled impulsivity um, so as you all know I um, now have a dog um, which in itself mm-hmm. is probably a, a whole what did you ADHD because I decided that we should get a bulldog as a family and within two weeks one was in the house um, so that's that's bad enough <laughs> Um, <laughs> but since she has arrived, obviously, utterly besotted. The obsession. Yeah. It's like, it's like the second child I've not managed to have. Um, and so she has now become my baby. And, um, you know, I already had like a few bits here and there for her that I mostly panic accumulated. But now it's gone nuclear. She's got like coats and jumpers. Um, I decided that. Jamie and I don't have any appropriate dog walking coats. I don't know why our usual coats are not sufficient, but I decided they weren't sufficient. Oh, I think I thought they were going to just permanently be muddy. So we needed separate ones for walking the dog. So now we have um, matching dog walking coats arriving. (laughs) (laughs) What do these coats look like? Well, I deliberately went for... So there was only a few options um, because I've got like fleece liney ones. Um, so you could either have like a, a green one 
or a black one. And both of those, I was a bit like, if you're going to go matching, you know, it's got to be, we'll go out there. So the other option was a blue camouflage. <laughs> it's not, it's not so like tartan, it's hideous, is it? That's the one I went Is it tartan? For. No, it's not like tartan. No, it's like, you know, like the soldier yeah. camouflage. It's that, but it's blue, like different shades oh of dark God. blue rather than green. Oh, my God. So it, the two of us together will look very striking. It'll be clear that they are matching coats. <laughs> it, you couldn't possibly think like, oh, maybe they've both just bought a black coat. No, they're, they're definitely matching camouflage coats. Why the same colour? Because um, I just thought it would be cute. I'm not going to lie. If they had a child one and a dog version, I would have bought one of those as well. <laughs> So Jamie doesn't know this yet, but they are due to arrive tomorrow, so. (laughs) Hold on a minute, you talk about me doing things behind your back when you're doing exactly the same thing No, I mentioned about getting a dog walking coat, and he thought it was a good idea. The place where I've got them from. Yes, and he might like a dog walking coat, but a matching dog walking coat with your wife. That might be a bit (laughs) too over the top. He'll love that, because... So I never used to like matching stuff and he used to do it on purpose to piss me off. So I'd get like ready if they were going out somewhere um, with people, always with people. Um, I would get ready and he'd like at the very last minute race upstairs, change his trousers so he was wearing like matching colours and a matching coloured top and come down the stairs. And I'd be like, what are you doing? Get changed. Like we can't go out like that. It's ridiculous. But now, now I have a daughter. She's really into like the family matching. She loves to wear matching stuff with us. She likes it when we match because then we're like a cohesive unit. And now I'm all over it. Okay. So I, I think he'll be fine with it. I think so it's not it. just that he, he did didn't, say that he liked. He didn't just. He's not. He wasn't just doing it to aggravate you. And now, yeah, I think he probably was. Yeah, um, but you know, more for him because now I'm really into it. <laughs> just say to him, Look, he, you did this to me. <laughs> exactly. You created this monster. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't okay. wait. You're going to have to tell us what Jamie's reaction is like. Well, maybe now I can go on the Instagram. I'll even put some photos up. I was going to say, and I forgot I haven't put any photos up of the dog. And I haven't put, yeah, and I could put some photos up of the matching. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to be amazing. Yep, if you haven't followed us, please follow us on Instagram where you'll see... um, Well, she did say she was going to put one up last week because it always finished last week and you never did it. But, you know, anyway, this week... What did I say I was going to put up? Photo of your dog. We've not seen one Yeah, but then you were like, no, you can't go on the Instagram. And then you said, oh, you can't go on Instagram, but you can go on Facebook. And I was like... Well, the, the accounts are linked, so whatever is on Instagram, I'm going to see if I go on Facebook. So that's why I didn't. But now I can. Yes, now, now you can. can. So now there's no yeah. excuse, so I'll do it now. All right, then. Accountability. Accountability, yes, which is one of the things we're going to talk about next week. So make sure you hit that subscribe yes. button, and we'll see you next week for another episode of All Things ADHD. Bye <laughs> for the 100th time. <laughs> All right, that's everything this week, guys. But if you want to carry on with the conversation, join us over on our social media platforms. We're on all the major channels and our handle is at a dopamine kick. We'd also be super grateful if you could leave us a review on the podcast, wherever you're listening, as it helps us to grow our audience and help more people. Okay, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.